For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Recorded live. And here we are at the Health and Wellness for the Golden Age on September 15th. It's payday. It's the middle of September. It is a raucous time for the Federal Reserve. And I'm bringing this up because people I have to apologize on the call and for those that listen later. I did not follow this point up when I saw it, I think maybe Tuesday, because I was maybe even Monday. Uh, but it was it's about your bank. The Federal Reserve has put out a notice to the banks and credit unions that they are going to activate and withdraw money immediately. Now, what does that mean? When you have in your, uh, pardon me, in your bank or credit union's checking account, if a check comes in, they're going to clear it immediately, right on the spot, where we used to have a three-day grace period. That three-day grace period is gone. Why are they doing that, you say? They need money. They're going to set us up, possibly, and this is what the people in the uh, videos are saying, to where they can actually draw your money out without you having a check there so that you have no money. They did it on Cyprus, uh, and uh, Colin and I were talking, and he was saying, what, what? So it's really important that we get it really clear. So Colin and Orpha asked me questions so I get it clear for anybody listening. Um, Go ahead. My bank's been doing that for a long time already. (laughs) I mean, it's been probably at least two or three years. If If somebody brings a check to the bank, they they nail it right now. And if I write a check, there's it's not quite as fast as an ACH payment, which um, is like is like your, your the bank notices it like right now, <clears throat> um, and it's pending in your account at that point when you use like your card or something. But a check you can write it, and then and the next day it's it's taken out. Just because it takes yeah. at least a day to get from the store to the bank, you know. Otherwise, right. but but now there there are some places that are even, you know, they've got them going through electronically now, and they'll give you back your check. They don't even need that anymore. Um, they'll run it through the machine, and it's almost like using a card or something. It's it, it does take one day longer than an actual card 
but my bank's been doing that for a long time now. Maybe they just yeah. haven't gotten around to all the banks and credit card and credit unions doing it, but mine have been doing it. <laughs> it was a shock at first when it did that, you know, but I don't uh, you know. No. I don't uh, write a check unless the funds are in the bank. No, I'm no, I'm I'm just saying that you know if you watch your account, if you write a check, you're you're gonna notice it, you know, coming out like the next day or something. It's not, it doesn't have that three day. Yeah. Okay. Occasionally, if if the if stores actually, you know, deposit the check, you know, if they keep it and and send it through, um. There'll be, it'll be like, you write the check one day, it'll pass the next day, and then the following day it'll it'll be in your bank, and it'll it'll come out. Like, but so, yeah, as soon as it hits your bank, it's coming out. Wow. But my, but my bank has been doing it for quite some time now. So it surprises me that they have, they're just now announcing that. They announced it actually a few years ago that they were going to, you know, well, they they said you'll no longer have you know a grace period. Grace, three year, grace period. It, it'll be coming out like in two days or something like that for a check, and it'll be immediate for cards. Mm-hmm. That was well, that, that was some time ago. Well, see now it's immediate, totally immediate. Yeah, but they they can't. I mean, unless they all go to using the the machine. Like I said, there's some places that um, don't keep the check, um, and when they don't use, keep the check, then yes, it can be treated just like a card. But they'll, there'll be like just a. Not, I, I can't even say a one day because the. Like you write it, I write a check one evening at a store the next day, it's, you know, pending in your account. Um, but a card, as, as soon as you use that card, it. It's coming out. It's pending in your account at that time. Well, a, a card that always was. I no. Well, yeah, I, I, yeah. I guess you. I guess you're right. It, it, it was. But yeah. But checks still. They're. They've been. I mean, as soon as it hits your bank or my bank, anyway, it, it is coming out. It just depends on whether they keep the check or they, you know, do it electronically, kind of like using. A card or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, uh, what I'm hearing <clears throat> is that they were testing the waters and see how many people objected, and no one even probably noticed. They probably that's noticed, right. but they probably didn't know how to object. <laughs> you know? Correct, and that's that's a viable point. <laughs> We don't. You tell your we bank, no, you know. can't take that money out of my account. Just because yeah. I wrote a check, you can't take that out of my account. <laughs> That's correct. 
That's correct. And see that that kind of um, of mentality uh, for all of us because we've been taught. Oh, if the authority says it, we've got to go along with it, and that's a crock. You know. Yeah, but I I I gotta play devil's advocate here. (laughs) I mean, if we're writing a check or using our cards. They should be able to take the money out of our account. That's what it's. That's what we're using it for. I mean, I I kind of fail to see the um the evilness of it. Well, that and you know to get all excited about it because I mean we put our money in the bank. We're either having payments. You know, we're making payments to pay our bills or buying food or buying gas. Of course, the money is going to come out of our account. And why should we expect that they should put a two or three day delay on taking that money out? I'm really kind of confused on that point. I, Go I mean, I. Further. <clears throat> Go the step what? further. Go the step further. The of what? Step further is the fact that they will come in and take your money, period, like they did in Cyprus, and you will not have any control over it. That is what has happened in other countries. Yeah, but then that has nothing to do with me writing a check. It has to do with the money in the bank. I know that's what I'm saying. Money. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I, I'm I'm just saying that that has nothing to do with me writing a check. Then, if they're going to take the money out of the bank, they're just going to take it. And now that is evil. I mean, I you know because that's not going towards paying my bills. It's they're taking it to pay theirs, and that's not exactly. right. And that's the premise. That this is being is being announced, so that the 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 fact that they can take <clears throat> money immediately is indicative of how much they are really not caring about you. Because many, I mean, how many times in my past? I mean, I don't use checks anymore, but in my pastime, I wrote a check, and I knew my paycheck didn't clear for another two days, but I had to write that one check to make certain that um, it was dated correctly. You know, that's where you get caught in a catch-22, and it's... um, I, I can see where some people who do the float, we used to call it, can get caught with their uh, with their druthers showing. But if you have a lot of money in the bank, and this is the other thing that I'm really concerned with, they'll take the whole amount and leave you with nothing. They did that in Cyprus. And that's really what we have to be conscious of. You were going to say something? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, what they did in Cyprus, all the largest depositors, they just went in and took 
up to half what was in the account. That's correct. There was no notification to the account holder. Correct. Yeah, and suddenly, you know, your checks were bouncing. Yep. But, uh, yeah, they try that crap, and, you know, once the word gets out, uh, it's, uh, uh, the people are going to get their pitchforks and uh, their size, and they're going to start marching on the bank. That's what they want. What we have to do is to actually um, withdraw our money before they have the opportunity mm-hmm. because then they do not have control over it. You do. And that's value. Go ahead. Um, the thing is, things like like my pension and Social Security, they're automatically deposited. Right. And I have I have things that are automatically taken out. So <laughs> right, <laughs> I don't know. And they are bound if they get away with what they want to do. And so, what you may want to do with uh, some of those places is say that you'll switch now to paying by check, so that at least that they've gotten the check and. They can do their electronic voodoo to get it to to give them money. It'll go into their bank and start bouncing their stuff. I I didn't quite follow you on that one. If 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 I write a check to a company to pay a bill, it's not gonna make their money bounce, I'm, I'm still going to have a bounce check. If they they will mark you as paid on that day and then they will send it to their bank. It still and comes then, back. Still I know, comes back. but the record will show you sent it in properly and the government took the money. I don't think it works that way anymore. Well, that's what we've got to show is how it's working. I mean, when yeah. I write a when I write a check to a company, it'll go to the company, and then the company will send it to my bank. It's still going to bounce at my bank, and my, and my the company I wrote it to is going to say, "You did not, you know, pay your bill." It's not going to show paid. But it, it will, will not. Show, it, it will show a date when it was received, and that will be the. Um, and this is where this is goes into the next topic that I want to bring up is the liability. We know about the smart meters. We know about how they've been detrimental to people's health. We're now got some people that have been very industrious over the last six, seven years. Not that we haven't been industrious, but they have flipped on a marvelous way of bringing this insanity, maybe bring this insanity to a stop. It's making the 
company liable for the damage. These papers start out for smart meters, but you can use them for any company that does you damage, your electric company, your gas company, even your water. It's excessive the amount of money we pay for water today. And uh, the other side, it's, uh, I mean, just for, or for you, Ben, to the property over here at, at Asheville. When you were mm-hmm. here, our water bill, even with, I think they had put it on sewer by then, was only like $60. And I, I, I have people here in, in the big house. I have people here in the little house. $60. Today, the big house for our two little houses is over $170. Oh, my gosh. For water? That's for water and sewer. I had asked my son. Not, we do not water our grasses. We do not do any external stuff. So they used to tell us, well, between... That, uh, and during the summertime, your your bill is lower. Well, we've never seen it go lower. Now, it's all the same price year-round. Go ahead. You were going to say about the sun? Why would it be lower in the summer? I think it would go up in the summer watering plants and stuff like that. But um, I'm going to have to you ask my son. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to ask my son what my water bill is because... Mine's included in my rent, so I don't know what my water bill is. Well, with the um, with what we split the bill here, I used to pay it. I used to pay the water bill because it was low. But when it started getting high, they have a lot of visitors, and I said I'm not mm-hmm. paying for any visitors coming. And using your uh, and flushing your toilet and washing their car and when uh, it was really cute when uh, Wes confronted the one guy that kept washing his car with a high pressure uh, thing and he told him well you have to put money into the water he stopped doing it tight mm-hmm. mm-hmm. wad you got it is a major tight wad the dog does not have a dog kennel. At a, a doghouse at all, et cetera, et cetera. So I won't go into that ongoing problem. <laughs> but the the thing that is valuable for us to get is that <clears throat> they are harming us because they are harming us. And per their legalese, you have to have an injured party. We are the injured party. And by doing that, when they're doing this whole fraud thing of pulling the money out without your approval, then they are damaging you. And because they are damaging you, they are liable for the damage, i.e., your bounce check. You should not have a bounce check when you know you have money in there. 
That's SOP. <clears throat> now that, so, that I agree with. <laughs> and well, see, we've got to think it through, and uh, and I I love it that you're bringing up the points that you're bringing up because that makes me get clearer. There's no, there's, I don't know enough about this. We're all just learning about it, and we're all being harmed by it. Very much and they harmed. And they don't have to come up with any reason whatsoever as to where your money went? And they will not return it to you. You've got to get this other side of this picture. And this took me a while to wrap my head around. You have no money in the bank to begin with. There was a film I watched that it showed Absolutely no money in the bank. It's all zeros and ones. It's all computer. Mm-hmm. And that is a very easy way to manipulate. Very easy way to manipulate. And that's really what's going on here. Is there ease of manipulation to get you to lose all your money. Now in Cyprus, as you said, Colin, it was the fact that they took the wealthy and did it, but Cyprus is full of wealthy people. So, oh, it was just them that it it didn't bother me. Well, it is now because that was trial runs and the people didn't get upset. Oh, we can go a little further. We'll go a little further and do this now. And then we'll do that now. I had a situation where I had a, and it really hits me so much today, but I didn't get it then. He had taken all his clothes. He had gotten them into the cab. I knew he had stolen my computer. I knew he had stolen, it was leaving with money that he owed me. And I was there to stop him, right? Well, the cab driver kept backing up just a little bit. I backed up a little bit. Then he backed up a little bit more, and I backed up a little bit more. Not getting that if I stood still, the cab driver could not leave. But that's exactly what they're doing to us. A little bit, we don't say anything. A little bit more, we don't say anything. And that's why, and it it is by commission that we are basically imprisoned with their stuff because we, we don't get it. Like, I did not get it. That if I stood still, that cab driver could not move. And I had my friend... Ellie was going to come over and put her car across the driveway so they could not leave. I didn't call her. It's the old adage, and and it's totally ego. I can stop. And I did. I'd forgotten that I should call her, and she said she'd back me up, and I didn't call her. So I learned the lesson. And it's important we learn the lessons that we need to learn 
to be able to get where we need to go. And that's why I'm bringing it up. And what you're bringing up, Orpha, is so good to actually show, okay, we got to think differently here. And by your using a check, that is a record. It is your signature. It's dated, and you have the uh, uh, you, you'll have the if uh, if you have to even go to the post office and get a stamp. It gives you a verification of what day you mailed it. I know that's extra steps. However, it may save you in the fact. Here's a, here is here are the facts. I sent it on this day. Here's my postal receipt to say I mailed it in a post office. And, you know, it, it's a little bit of work, but we're going to have to very verify this. I will send you out the paperwork that we now have on the um, amount, uh, on the liability paperwork. And you can do it for any of these com- uh, companies, and it's time we started doing it because they cannot push the envelope any further, i.e. that taxi. Do not let that taxi push you back. And that's really what they're doing. They're pushing us, gently pushing us back, pushing us back, always pushing us back. And we you know, need to say, go ahead. Sorry. That's um, all right. You can. Some of the bills I do go online to pay, and there's a record kept there, too, the date that it was, you know, that I made the payment, the amount, whatnot. Well, so, print those I, out. I, mean, I hadn't thought about printing them out before, but... <laughs> No, I might say. Well, I, 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 used to, I used to print out each time, but then I wind up, you know, having one more piece of paper sitting around doing nothing. <laughs> well, I, I, can go, I go in and show my history of payments and print, you know, a whole bunch out at the same time, that, you know, where I've made payments. Well, if if the computer goes down, it's better to have the hard copy. Right, right. uh, What I'm going to suggest is, you know those little standing racks that they have where they're graduated? Mm -hmm. Have those consistent uh, bills that you paid right there. And you print it out, put it in that envelope. That folder. Then you're done with it. It's not floating. Because I understand what you're saying about floating. <laughs> I got enough floaters. <laughs> I know, but, baby. <laughs> but um, I'm. It makes sense to like go into the history, where it shows all the payments. You know, and that's on one paper. You know, instead of printing out each time I make a payment. Well, then, um, it, or print it out each time I make a payment, but print out the history each time and then yeah. throw the previous one away. There you go. 
that's a great solution. And it is it is a means to do that. That's that's a great solution. Because then that keeps you up to date with what has to be done. That's that's great. Because then you always have a record. Always. And this will stop them in their tracks with because most people throw receipts away. I save every receipt. Why do I save every receipt? Because sometimes I'm anal retentive. But most of the time, it's just to verify or if I have to return something, I have it. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it is, it's good for us to be able to go and get this stuff done in an easier way. I just, um, anytime there's fraud, I see, I see red on it. So I'm, I'm wanting us to not be caught that way anymore because it is time for us to really, really be ahead of them. And this is why when these things come out and go viral and that I didn't send it to you guys so it could be gotten out, but maybe it's good because we now have a better explanation for it. Well, you know, I'm sorry. No, go ahead, hon. Um, Was it happening over, what, you said in Cyprus? Yeah. Well, there are rich people. Well, part of their money was taken away, but they still had money to pay the bills. With them doing that to us, we won't have it. So where is that going to leave... All the power com you know, the power companies, the water companies, you know, all of the places that we pay money to which they're all in cahoots too, so they're not yeah. gonna be getting paid. So I'd like to know what you know is gonna happen there. Cause, you know, I'll say, Oh, but I won't be able to pay my bills. Well nobody'll be paying their bills. Nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely nobody. So they're really the way I see it, cutting off their own nose despite their own faces. Correct. The and, banks are going to go broke because nobody's putting money in there. You know, um, I can't see where Social Security, especially, right. why they would continue depositing the money into the banks that are just taking the money. I don't. I don't know. Well, this is why you have to be aware of what's going on because they're trying to do the the, uh, reset of money to uh, be backed by gold again. And all of that is a lot of hooey if you honestly look at it. What 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 we're really being faced with is how much are we willing to really let go of all this stuff? How willing are we going to be to stand up against a lot of this stuff that's going on? I think eventually it's going to come down to 
be not much of a choice whether we stand up or not. But um, Well, that's why we have to stop it at this time. But how do you stop it? Because I, I don't think it's the the companies that we'll be paying bills to that are they're doing it. It's higher up than that. That's my point. Coming in, taking the money. So how do we stop it? How do we how do we go and complain about that when it hasn't happened quite happened yet like that, and they haven't really started doing that yet? How do we stop it? With, is it the, with, is, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that with the fact that the companies are getting um, going to get the raw deal, you go to them and say, I would love to shop here. However, I'm not able to shop here because the bank has taken all my money. And this is very important. Or, and, and they will get it right away that people are not buying and the companies are going to suffer and the, the general idea is that all of us are supposed to be little Johnny on the spot and being willing to get in line and have our ass whipped. And that's really what this is all about. Well, the people at the companies too, they're they're gonna be having the same thing happen to them too. Absolutely. They won't be able to be paying their bills either, so you know This is the I, this is you're absolutely right. And and the big thing about it is that it will snowball to where people will totally get how criminal the corporation is. And that will be their demise. It will be their demise. But we have to be on our toes and be willing to say, we're not going to play that game. So if you want to play that game, you go right ahead. But it's not the game we're playing. Because it is all a game. Well, this is my point. How do we do that? How do we stop them from taking the money out of our accounts? Not put your money in the account. What I do for Social Security, I'm there within 20 minutes of it being deposited in my account. Okay, and then do you go around to each one of your companies and pay in cash? Correct. I actually had to go because uh, this is what Walmart's done. Walmart has put their family mobile on a, um, what do you call it, on a debit card situation where you have to pay with a debit card. And so it is it, it's miscabobulated me, but I found that American Express has a Bluebird card. Now, I've tried the green dots, and I've tried some of the other cards, and they were just 
they just took money anytime they wanted to. Oh, if you're not using it, we'll take money. If you're using it too much, we'll take money. If you haven't gotten it filled up, we'll take money. They were taking money all the time. And I said, I'm not willing to pay you to take money from me. And so they, um, I stopped using the green dots and all the other kind of funny cards. And uh, I, I'll be honest, I fell into this um, blue dot, blue um, bird. It's American Express. It is classified as your bank without a bank. And I, I put my money on that. And I um, have it work so that I can, I use it really only for the get of the pain of those bills that that won't take my cash, i.e. I have to do it on a Mm -hmm. debit card for uh, Family Mobile. The others do. They they own up. And Charter, I now do Charter. uh, What's Charter? Charter is my internet. But I have done that with mm. um, uh, AT&T. This was a god-awful program. But uh, it was, um, I was able to do that with, uh, just switch them over is what I did. So what makes this American Express Bluebird so different? <laughs> it, it It doesn't go through any bank. It only goes through American Express. Now, I've had only one place, and that was my own bank, that says, no, we don't take American Express. The only one. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of places that don't take American Express, and I don't know why. I don't have American Express. They're very slow pay. They're very slow pay. That's why they don't want them. And um, and I can understand that. If you're running a business and it takes them 60 days to pay you, yeah, you yeah. can't run a business on that, that slow of a pay. Right. So uh, that's why. But see, when they do the Bluebird, they're paid. This is a debit card. Not a credit card. It's a debit card. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I'm I'm just offering alternatives because we have to think alternatives. And uh, most of most of what we do is we we think there are no alternatives, and, and there are many alternatives. So it's, it's a really good opportunity for us to expand that area. So but, is there a way to, you know, have the your money deposited into that American Express bank or whatever, as opposed to... Go ahead. No, go ahead. I haven't been able to get that done. So what I've done is I just take the money from the bank, I go and put it on the uh, Bluebird and uh, it works out that way. But it is a um, it is an extra step, and I realize that. 
However, some sometimes we have to do those little extra steps. They can be painful. <laughs> I'm just wanting to yeah. save everybody their money. <laughs> can I add something? Yeah, go ahead, uh, Elaine. Um, I was just thinking, if you have a bank account, uh, nowadays these bank accounts, and even if you don't, if you go online, uh, Citibank I think is 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 probably one of the better ones. But you can get a um, bank card or a credit card, and and they'll give you five percent back on every purchase. Um, so the loan amount that they give you is an unsecured loan amount on the credit card. And then every uh, tri-quarter, every three months, you pick your categories. So if you know you're going to um, buy gas, food, whatever, you pick your categories and you get 5% back on one, uh, 4% back on a second, and 1% back on a third. So if you take your money out of your bank, um, put it on that card, you know, um, if you get it from your bank, and most banks are offering it now, um, and put it on that card immediately, they can't take it because it's unsecured and it's in their uh, account. So then you'll get five five percent or three to one back uh, on your purchases, which will give you a chance to earn some income from your spending. Well, that's an interesting con- concept, isn't it? What it does, though, is what does it advise you what um, uh, just, who you can buy from, or does it matter? I'm sorry, I interrupted. What, can you say that again? Does it tell you who you can buy from, or does it matter? There's a list, like when you pick your categories, uh, like it'll say groceries. Uh, and then you click and you get a drop-down list, and it has all the major ones. Um, you know, it has like Albert. I don't know what's out where everybody else is, but like Albertsons, um, Ralph's, Costco, uh, all the all the major department stores for groceries are there. And then um, same thing for uh, drop-down on um, uh, gas. You can do gasoline. Or you can do utilities, uh, and it's just generic on utilities. So, uh, you know, and most of the gas companies, electric companies, are on a, a larger account. I do that, and I get, like, it, it's not much because I was just thinking, because I'm paying my bills right now, and I was just thinking, you know, I should be smarter and put in my next category my utility bills. So then I get more back each time. But, you know, you end up getting $15, $20 back a month on your purchases. And and does it make people buy more than they normally would? Because that's what I've, I've thought would happen with those. Well, that I, made don't find, I don't find that with me. I mean because I use it for that reason. You know, I, I don't use it to have money to spend. I use it to spend money and make money on my necessary expenses. So, I mean, yeah, I'm sure some people 
everybody that holds a credit card, <laughs> you know, is tempted to overspend. But right. if you're if you if you're doing it, you know, with your head and you're 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 in control of your actions, then you can think it through and and find a way to uh, make a little money back. And it's unsecured, and the money. I mean, it's it's like you using your enemy to help you prosper without compromising yourself. So if the economy poops out and, um, you know, things get haywire, they're not going to take their own money. That's ridiculous, right? And it's unsecured on you. It's unsecured on you. So if something happens, you're not going to be liable because it's an unsecured loan. Oh, so it will not come back on you is what you're saying. Right. <laughs> That's interesting. That's an unusual way to do that because they want everything secured, isn't it? Yeah. Or, did you See, read the small print? <laughs> well, the thing is, yeah, I did as good as my classes can see. But you're you're, you're going in and out. What did you say? I said, yeah, I I read the small print as good as my classes can see. But the thing is, is they want you people to be in debt. So that's their incentive in offering you this program. Because in their minds, most people are going to be, you know, chasing around trying to spend money and um and out of control. So that's why they're offering it this too, because they want you to be in debt. The incentive program is only an added plus. So, you know, that's just one way because if uh, things get crazy, you're gonna have to go to some form of digital commerce. It's going to be very hard. I went to uh, Ray to a McDonald's uh, for a, a little something to eat and went to the cash register with cash and they didn't have any money in the drawer and they had just changed the drawer out and all they had was a couple dollars. They couldn't make change on the money. <laughs> and that's because the majority of people are using um, cash, digital currency. So it's going to be very hard to, uh, you know, use cash as time progresses. And so to try to find a way where you can utilize the system without putting yourself in jeopardy to the best of your ability is is going to be good. And so use the thing they use against you. They want you to be in debt and spend money. They're offering you lots of incentives to do so. So just be in control of it and use it as your own protection. Yeah, it, it's getting very difficult to hear what you say because of uh, whatever your because I have my I have my phone plugged into the charger and I'm trying not to wake my son up so I don't want to talk loud. Oh, but, um, I got you. Okay, uh, but, but uh, you're right. It is about us being more conscious of how we use our money. I've stayed away from them because I don't use credit cards. I use my debit card, and it's just for my credit.
credit union, but I don't use uh, any other. <clears throat> oh, someone's trying to trying to get on as usual. Oh, of course. <laughs> the uh, the biggest thing that I find for us is the awareness. I bring these up so you're aware. You've given us another uh, way to look at something, and that is important. It's also important that we are uh, able to be prepared for anything that does come along. Uh, for a lot of people, I mean, I as I say, I keep, I checked my account last night. I had five dollars in it. At the credit union, I do my minimum was thirty dollars, and they, they I've been with them for so many years. They now kind of let me borrow even from my thirty dollars, so it's it's okay. <laughs> I borrow a couple of dollars here, a couple of dollars there. And it's all about being really aware of what's going on today with this insanity that's being perpetrated on the people. And and if you want the paperwork that I have on um, liability, there's some movies, uh, videos to watch. And... <clears throat> Nikki's on, and she had sent me this list of all these videos. Well, they've polished up the videos and have got a wonderful program going and paperwork to get the liability stuff. Let me um, I'll, I'll read some of the um, paperwork that I printed out yesterday because it, it's really important important, knowing we have been damaged by these companies over the years, many of us have a lot of you know, data to show their criminality. The power companies, especially with this smart meter campaign of making certain people are very sick. And this is Beacon. Okay. In power liability action process, and this is round one of the video, and it tells what they're building, and it's a checklist. They've got a checklist here on them. Okay. Notice of liability regarding the installation of trespassing technology. That's the smart meter. Date shipped via USPS next round on the 15th day, et cetera. So you're going to be keeping a chronology of when things happen. Here I have an old meter, but it's of the smart meter genre. It was the early one. I can still read the numbers. On the newest version of smart meters, you cannot read the numbers. They come through like butter. They just slide right through and you never can read them. And see, I I have a tablet that I, because of doing my mag grab and all the rest of this stuff, I have a tablet, and I was checking this this morning, where every morning when I get up with the kids, I was doing a night in the morning to see how much ran during the night even. But I started this tablet for this little house on 
2014. And my house was actually turned on and started on 222 of uh, 2014. So I, I didn't realize I was in here to, really over three years now, three and a half years. And I've kept a daily record of my meter and how much it reads during the day. And the changes have been interesting because in the beginning, I turned off all the power late at night. So when I went to bed, there was no power in the house. So they weren't getting their reading. And I was sleeping great. Then I learned how to actually kind of Faraday cage the the meter. And uh, well, actually, I learned that uh, one of them, I did it on the big house. But on this one, it faces out to the yard, so I wasn't harming any man or woman or children. But it killed the tree directly in front of it. So it does help. And um, this is what you want to categorize. And for some of you, you know, you've had them for a while and you you may not even know when they put it in. My my buddy who I told her, please don't have them put a, a smart meter on your, on, your, on your house. And when they came to the door and said, do you want to have a smart meter? She said, yes. She, she didn't listen to me because I was, <laughs> it's like my kids. She's off her meds. So, and then you have another thing of paperwork here that says notice of liability regarding trespassing technology. Now, we can change this for many of the other things that they're doing that are also dangerous for your own health. There's an affidavit they give you and bills of lading. And I don't know what all the bill of lading has to do with as because I haven't read it. And then notice of fault and opportunity to cure liability regarding trespassing technology. And they're calling the smart meter trespassing technology because of the invasion it's doing on your body, your home, your plants, your children, your environment. It's all of those. So it's, uh, it's a good thing that we can start fighting back on this kind of uh, harmfulness that's being done on the people. A lot of people don't even know They've got smart meters. I said, go out and check. Now, Orpha, you were away from the house, and they came and put it on, correct? Yes. And, and I, I had been keeping an eye on it, and you know, because they had <clears throat> they had brought a notice and put it on our doors, you know, saying that they were going to be coming around and doing that, you know, putting those meters on. And so I, I was watching. I was home most of the time. Wasn't, you know, gone very much. So I figured I'd be able to see when they came. And I'll be darned if they didn't nail me. <laughs> Probably grocery shopping or something. I really don't know what day actually they did put it on. All I know is that I went out, I was outside, and I, oh my gosh, they did it. <laughs> they yeah. actually did it and actually put it on there and and this is they know and this sounds really the um 
old conspiracy theory, but they know the neighborhood's energy thing. Most people go to work, so they surmise you're going to be at work during these hours. That's when they hit. And I'm I'm telling you, it's a hit. Randy Clark, when he was in, um, I mean, he still lives in Roanoke, but he does a lot of uh, going in, uh, I'm going to say farm sitting. But Randy came home and found them putting stuff on his neighbor's house, and he said, what are you doing? Oh, we're putting these meters on people's houses, he says. Did they ask for them? And they said, no, they we're just putting them on. We're just a sub subcontractor, and we're putting them on. And, uh, oh, it's Jerry. Hang on. Let me get Jerry on the call. Okay, everybody, Um, Jerry's on from Iowa, but Randy uh, confronted him with the smart meter coming on his property, and he says, you're not doing it, yeah, we are, you're not doing it, yeah, we are, and he went around and around, and they did not put it on his property, because he told them what he would do about suing them and, and taking them to jail and all the rest of the things at that time. So uh, he stopped it from getting on that house. He no longer owns that house, so it's just a matter of, oh, well. However, this is what we're facing right now, that it's being done and it's continuing to be done without a lot of people's okay. Jerry, what we're just talking about is the smart meter that got put on, gets Yeah. On people's houses. Okay, I remember. Do you have one on your house? You know, I I really don't know. How would I know? Well, you'd have to go out. And with you and and Gerald feeling so bad, I wouldn't suggest it. I'd maybe send one of your daughters or your son out to look at your meter. Your meter is uh, if it, if you have a meter that is, um, uh, how do I say, it, it, it looks like a regular meter, but it has an okay. eyeball. It has a, like an eyeball on the right side. Is the very latest top notch. All right. Putting out, so. Uh, but if you and go. you don't if, want this, is that right? Correct. If you have it, you're already stuck with it. But what we're doing now and what we're talking about is how people can fight back on this. Um, I mean, it's a detriment to people's health. It is really a detriment to people's health. And a lot of people are just finding out how bad it is for them. And and it, it is not good. It's just not good. So, uh-huh. and Jerry, if you go, if they go out there and look at the meter and it's still got these little wheels that are spinning around and these little dials that can show, you know, it has a little arm there that moves, you know, whatever. That's right. an old, that's, that's not a, a smart meter. So you want to 
oh. see if you still have that, and then keep an eye on them coming to your door and pretending they're getting your permission to put a smart meter on. You want to tell yeah, them no. Are they supposed to ask you? They have to now because they've been taken to court for a lot of it because they did it without permission for loads of us, loads of us across this country, and they trespassed on people's property. Uh, They did a lot of evil. uh, However... They did change some laws that gave them the right to do that. No, we... we, we And and penalize you if you gave them a problem. Well, that is well, exactly what they are doing. Uh, go ahead, Orpha. Yeah, and they they will act like they're getting your permission. Like for me, they put a notice on my door stating that they're going to be coming around eventually to put these meters on. And there okay. was actually a notice I found. It had gotten rained on and everything else. Um, I found it I quite some time later. Um, out in the yard uh-huh. uh, that showed the date that they came and put the meter on, but I didn't realize that's what it was until I realized I had a meter on my house. So they right. are pretending like they're getting your permission. So they may come to the door, knock on it, get be ready to ask your permission, but if you're not home, they're going to go ahead and put it on. And they'll leave a a note. And they'll they'll leave a notice, you know, saying that they were there, and that they did it. Okay. Wow. Did you ever see the notice, Orpha? Huh? Did you ever see their notice? I saw their notice that they were going to come around, but then the notice of when they came and put it on, I just found this thing out in the yard, you know. There was I was out doing some yard work. I found this paper out in the yard. It looked like something that would be hung on a doorknob or something. And it was all wet. It rained. And I picked it up and you know, I was just gonna throw it away. And I'm looking at it and I'm going, What is this? And it had a date on it. I can't remember the date now, but um, it had a date on it. And it was very vague <laughs> what that notice was all about. But I, mm-hmm. when I realized the meter was on the house, then that, I kind of put two and two together. That that's what that was that I found out in the yard. This is them letting mm-hmm. me know the date they came by and put the smart meter on. But it didn't say, this is Ameren, we installed the smart meter on your house this date, you know. It wasn't clear like that as to what it was. Yeah. But just by, you know, reasonable deductions, I figured well, out that do that, they that was. pretend that it's going to be an advantage for you or a very great that you're getting this? Oh, there's a lot of people that think that they are. My son is included in that mess. Um, they they think these smart smart meters, smart phones, smart speakers, smart 
Well, they even have, get this, they even have smart beds now. Yep. Smart beds. Smart <laughs> now, now you can sleep on these things. I was, I, oh my I goodness. saw something on um, Facebook. There was an experiment. There was about five or six girls in school, young girls, I can't remember, you know, in the range of 10 years old or so. They did a science experiment, and they wanted to see how um, cell phones, you know, the effect of these, you know, smartphones and stuff. And um, they took some, I think, chia seeds or something, and they they had two different containers. They put some seeds over here, some, you know, with the cell phone, some over here without the cell phone, and they watered them and took care of both of them exactly the same, you know, same sunlight, same everything. And the ones that had, that were with the cell phone, they didn't germinate, and if they did, they were all deformed. The other one with the, um, without the cell phone, they the seed sprouted beautifully and you know came up. Well, I, I had um, um, shared that on Facebook. I, you know, you know one of these little seeds you put out there. You know, mm-hmm. some people. Leave it and some people won't have a lot of compliment or comments on it being good. I had this one one comment on it. This lady came out and says, Oh, that was debunked, you know, years ago. Uh it, there's there's no proof that, you know, cell phones harm you and, you know, stuff like you know, just keep keeping on going, you know, talking like that. I said well, be my guest. You go ahead and sleep with your cell phone right by your brain. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, people people don't want to... concerning things might be involved with it, and who knows what it all leads to, is the fact that your phone works with your face, your camera. Mm-hmm. But but it's also it, it the fact identifies you. Right. But it's also the fact that when you're doing all this uh phone stuff, uh it's accumulating in your brain is what Orpha's talking about and why these people I mean, I see people and my son does the same thing, walking with their phone on their hip. And okay. all that and the phone rings. They pick it off. It rings for a little bit, so all that radiation is going right into their hip. Right. Okay. And to their and to their groin. That's right. If it's over and that, into their head. That's right. And I got to okay. tell you, since I put this headset on, it is a Bluetooth, but it's not the Bluetooth that goes in my ears, but it is a headset, and um. Before, when I had the phone in my hand, my head hurt so bad after these long conference calls that we had that uh, 
I just really couldn't deal with not having something off my head. I had to get the phone away from my head. It hurt a lot. And that that was way back in the beginning. Okay. And we have to be very conscious of what's going on all, at all times with how they're, they're zapping us. Are you aware that all this smart stuff is about tracking you and what you buy? All your appliances have smart stuff. All your, um, with your car, with every, basically everything you're buying new today is purposely set up to track what you purchase. And in these videos that I'm sending with this liability program that I just talked about before you got on, uh, um, uh, Jerry, is about the issue of what all this electronic is that's coming in your house. A smart bed, is that got electronics in it? I won't sleep with a with a hot pad. Not a hot pad, but an electric blanket. That's putting all that electronics in you. Okay. So it, you've um, got to be very aware now. I yield. Yeah. There's something else that's going on, too. Um, for whoever uses Facebook and instant messaging, their messenger that uses Facebook, they are going to start using instant messenger to <clears throat> watch you. I mean, they they will use your smartphone. They're going to use your camera and watch where you go, access all your contacts, record mm-hmm. you, all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's even heavier tracking than we're used to. I'm going. Oh my gosh! You know, <laughs> I, you know, I will. I'm probably going to delete that off my phone because that's just going above and beyond. You know, you could have your phone sitting there and they could be watching you. Of course, you right. do that with your phone and your computer too if you have a camera on it. Um, you know, it's just ridiculous. You know, well, it's ridiculous. This is a purposeful thing that they had as a direct result of 911. And that is why they did 911. 911. 911. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's still 911 to me, but you're right. 911. <laughs> I need people to help me. In an emergency, call 911. <laughs> yeah. And 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 this is exactly the reason they they did the nine eleven was so that people would be suckered in and get this to have the uh, the big Houdini in the sky. Um, to me, it's Gestapo. They are not even located in this country. They are outside of this country. And I want to say FEMA, and I know that's incorrect. It's that, um, oh, people, you know what I'm talking about. 
what was it? Uh, what is it they put in after 9-11? It, help me out, uh, Colin. What was it they put in? What was that? It, it, it's, it's a spy setup. It's set up to take away all your security. It's set up to take away anything and everything that you hold sacred for yourself. They took it all away when they uh, put out this new thing as a direct result of uh, 9-11. So it'll come to me, of course, once the program's over with because we they don't talk much about it anymore. They don't say very much about it anymore because they don't want the people to notice how much that is being used against them. And it is all a direct result of uh, these smart things that are bringing it to the real attention of everybody now. So... Everything you're doing is watched. That is Orwell's 1984. Everything. And back then when we were reading that book in school, that was such a fantasy. Absolutely. Not anymore. Yeah, I was thinking, really? That won't happen. You know, that's just way too out of this world to ever happen. I have a book yes, here. That's what I thought, anyway. Press one nine main menu to send a message. Press two to change your greeting. Press three have to I change your personal option. Press four to disconnect. Press pound. Uh, no, that's not you. It's someone. NDAA. Thank you. Are uh, you still there? You have two erased messages. Check erased messages. Press Go 1 main menu to send a message. Press Someone. 2 to change your greeting. Press 3 to change your personal well. options. Press 4 to disconnect. Press pound. So it must be on mine. Okay. We disconnect. Are you still there? You have oh. two erased messages. Check erased messages. Oh. Press 1 line. Main menu to send a message. Press 2 to change your greeting. Press 3 to change your personal options. Press 4 to disconnect. Uh, um, Jerry, do you want to hang up and call back in? Let's see if it's your phone. Jerry? Jerry? Did I lose Jerry? Maybe she figured it out. Maybe she dropped off. Yeah, because uh, I I muted all you except Nikki, and she's not on our thing, and it kept doing it, and now it's not doing it. NDAA, uh, NDAA, National Defense Authorization Act. Now, Nikki, it's that that group that came in when we had 911. 911. Yeah, when we had 911. Thank you. I mean... They had within two weeks a a a total program to control the people, and it took away more so much of our security, our privacy, et cetera. And they are a total Nazi group, as far as I'm concerned. And uh, I'm just 
I, I keep coming up with semen. I, I know it's not the group, but uh, Nikki will think of it. She's right on top of it. Yeah, it's the National Defense Authorization Act. But we we we've got to be really tuned in and turned on to what is being done on us because this is a health and wellness program. We've got to know what's affecting our health. And those things affect our health. So for our follow-up today, what I'll do is I'll send you the uh, latest email that has the listing. I sent it out with Nikki's, and I don't know how many people watched it. But now they've got it where you can get the documents, and that's what's invaluable for each of us to get the documents. There was one document I, I couldn't print out at school only because it's at school and my printer doesn't work. Pardon me, here at the house with this new uh, computer I have. So, um, Now it's before... It's before the NDAA. NDAA came in after uh, 9-11. The point I was bringing out is they had that document all written up right and released it within two weeks after 9-11. It had been written in March of 2001 by an Asian. Now, I have nothing against Asians. He was supposed to be an American Asian. But what was he doing writing this document six months before 9-11? It has never been answered. That question has never been answered. So it's, um, but they had it all all set up, ready to go, passed through the, the the Senate and the House, and it, that corporation, boom, 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 did it all. And we got chapted. The people got chapted. But it is really, the whole thing is really only for their corporation. So we don't have to obey it. That's why we have to learn how to be on the private side. I have a brag to do. I want to brag on Orpha. I, I dangled a little teeny carrot in front of Orpha's face, telling her how we needed help in Illinois. And, hi, Ray, how are you? And uh, Orpha was uh, very willing to step up to the plate, and we both belong to a group, and Nikki belongs to the group, and we invite everybody to join us. It's called Beacon 37. And what the beacon is, is a lighthouse. And it shines its beacon around our country, gathering us all up so that we can actually have our country back. What does that mean? We have gone back. uh, This Jim Wright actually did it in Pennsylvania and completely went back to the time of the Articles of Confederation back in 17. Oh, I think it was 1768 or something when the articles were used, and pre-even Declaration of Independence. And he he brought Pennsylvania forward. What he did after that, he got him 
invited to talk to the military and said, would you do it for the other 49 states? And his line is, why would I do that? It was hard enough to do this one. And they said, because we need the people before we, the military, can do anything. So he did. He took on the challenge. He's got nine of the colony states, colonies done. We don't call them states. We call them colonies because none of the colonies in the rest of the state were ever, none of their constitutions were ever ratified. So we've gone back to the basic, basic constitution. All the states west of the colonies we call territories because none of those states, as I said, constitution have been ratified. And so I dangled this carrot in front of Orford to see if she would be able to do this. And she bought, she was able to gather five people up. That's all you need. Five people to really make a jural assembly for the state of Illinois. And she did it all and ratified it just this past Sunday. Now, it wasn't an overnight thing. How long have you been working on it? Maybe four or five months? Oh, no, and no, not at all. Uh, three months uh, two at the most if two okay okay <clears throat> so this is so important i'm i'm the delegate for the state of south carolina i was not in the steps that orpha had to go through so i couldn't help her but we have a gal up in minnesota who handholds you all the way through the steps, and it was a great source for Orpha to be able to do it without tearing her hair out. She's got very lovely hair, and she doesn't need to lose it. And so, and she had the privilege of meeting Jim Wright in Illinois because he was uh, he was up in Minnesota. So he came down to Illinois to be able to be there and walk him through it. And a lot of the people that Orpha called in and. Da-da, da-da, we're neo-thinkers. So we need, we need people to help us, and we need to pull in neo-thinkers because it is really the steps that neo-thinkers should have been doing probably a long time ago, but that it's a book-selling organization, and that's really all Mark wanted was to have a book-selling company. And so... Um, I moved on, so have a lot of other people. So, <laughs> But they are still very good uh, people to have work with us for this thing. Now, we have, it's called 38, Deacon 38, 37, because that is a quorum amount for this country. And right behind it, we have a group that is teaching people how to have their own counties used. So we're, we're stepping up everything. And then you have NLA behind that so that we have common law grand juries. So there is order of progression occurring. And the, and, oh, I didn't realize the NDA was back in 1961. Thanks, uh, thanks Nikki. But this is what I'm, I'm putting out a call on this call for people for the different states that we need. And I'm racing to get my little list. Okay, Utah, Tennessee. We have a gal in Tennessee, but she needs help. 
Alabama, Kentucky. We have Charles in Kentucky. Uh, and we have, in Wyoming, we have uh, Jill. And then Maine. Maine was never part of the colony. We think it's, you know, it's a New England state, but it wasn't a state at the time of the colonies. Maine belonged to either New Hampshire and um, Vermont belonged to Massachusetts, whichever were closest to those states. They were part of other, col- of other colonies. So that was that was new history for us. I I never heard that difference. We need Oklahoma, Alaska, Ohio, and New Mexico. So uh, it's very and Texas. If you have someone in Texas, Texas is a republic, but we do still want them to have their ratification done properly. So if it if you know of anybody, have a connection with them that they would listen to you and want to help us to complete our states, be an Orpha. Orpha did a marvelous job, and she learned as she went along. And she's on our Sunday and Tuesday calls, and she adds value every time, as I know each of you do, because you add value to this program because it's our program. So I really invite you all to think about it. You may know someone that would be active enough and want to do something because we're here. And I've got, I've got some, um, I've compiled an email with several different things in it with information. We'll kind of give you a a heads up. And Nikki, I've included your PowerPoint. So I hope you don't mind there. But um, that and uh, two or three other documents in this email. So if you want this email to find out a little bit more about it, let Wonder Ann know and she can let me know and I'll send it yeah. to you. Because, uh, but I'll need your email. To... I'll need your email to send it to you. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I'll send it back to you. And uh, Nikki just said thanks, Orpha. So that's, that's cool. Thank you for giving me the access to it. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, for many of you, she's spoken uh, here or asked questions, but she's been our fountain of information, is a wonderful researcher, and she she has crossed this country in the military with her family and other ways and has found the fraud in many, many of these states. She's lived in Oregon. She knows some of the fraud there. She's lived in other states. She is now uh, habitating in Pennsylvania, which is her home state. And uh, she she's a fountain of information, and it's just wonderful that we have her uh, connected with us. And she's like me. We're both NLAers. We're both Beacon 37. None of them fight with each other because they're of different levels of where they have to come in. Just like I said, Beacon 37 is first. Then we have the Constitution Group getting the community, going to the grass level. And I know NLA goes to the grass level, but they're doing it in the uh, jury. It's common law grand jury. So that's another step down. You've got to get the people to... uh, 
start seeing the value of this. And what we talked at the beginning of the program about the money, someone told me years ago in uh, Los Angeles, they said people won't stand up and fight until it hits their pocketbook. This uh, announcement of the ACH is going to um, hit them in their pocketbook. Because if some if people use that three-day um, grace period for paying their bills, it's gone. If you're using um, any kind of money, put, keeping any kind of money in your bank, it could be gone without you paying any bills. So yeah, this is why this liability is so important to have in your hand so that you can show damage. Keep records. And as Orpha said, she has, when she does a pay-by card, she gets a record, a full record. Well, that's important. Print out that full record. Correction, Washington, not Oregon. Thank you, Nikki. I knew you were up in that corner. (laughs) Thank you, baby. But uh, Nikki's been in the military. She's seen the change in the military from when she was in. She's a mature senior like the rest of us, right, Nikki? And (laughs) so it is good that we're uh, all here to be buddying up. So I put out the call. I need to have have us go into and help with this momentum. And you will not be alone doing it. She said yes. (laughs) So it it, it is our time. The people are being awakened. They have been awakened. They now know we have to take charge. Is the corporation, and I got to tell you, you know, we started calling it a corporation back in, oh, 2011, maybe 12 consistently. You t- listen to the videos today, and they all call it what it is a corporation has nothing to do with us. That people is, it may seem like it took a long time, but I know Earth was made in one nanosecond, but the changes on Earth took a long time, i.e., this has taken the time, and now people are getting upset and really looking for what are our remedies, and this liability is one, Taking your money out of your bank is another. Being sure you have control over your finances, not them. We do not want another Cyprus here in this country. And those people that are going to get caught with it are going to be the people that say, oh, it can't happen here. Everything anybody said, it can't happen here, has happened. Just tell them that. And that's where Sinclair Lewis wrote a book that I have here on my, uh, hi, little guy, I have on my uh, couch that is full of stuff. It is a book he wrote. Oh, this can't happen here. And he he delineates exactly things that have happened here. So uh, just a word to the wise, I yield. Anybody else want to add something? We have about 15 more minutes. Okay, y'all jumped in, I see. So, <laughs> oh no, little girl. 
But this is, um, I'm, I'm glad you're so tuned in to some of the smart meter stuff. It's, it's very valuable that you do. Keep getting the smart meter. Let me do the liabilities. So what was, it? What was the other thing I wanted? Oh, that was it, the liability and the ACH. There's some videos I'll put on the follow-up so you have all of that. So it'll be a lot of videos to watch. And uh, I hope you watch some of them. I have to get on now that my first accounting test is over with, so I can get on to those videos. All right, what else is happening in our lives? What health thing? Oh, last night Nikki got on and gave me some wonderful tips. We were on NLA. They have, they have a health and wellness on Thursday night. And we were talking about thoughts and how thoughts affect us. And the actual up or down our thoughts will take us. And that's why when we do the oh. whole, whole oh, no, we really change things. Go ahead, uh, Orville. How, how what? I didn't catch the word that you said. Our thinking. The way we think. So our thoughts, okay. Yeah, our thoughts. Thanks. Is it it that I I swallow the word? Because with my hearing funny, I'm not certain if I'm pronouncing. I'm trying to really over-pronounce this anything. But, uh, yeah, thanks uh, for asking. But it is our thinking. How is our thinking? Do we have stinking thinking or good thinking? And, Oh, I wish Nikki could be on the call. She, it was interesting how I asked the question and she went into the most marvelous, marvelous thing that opened her up to writing and really looking at words and, and, and becoming a great wordsmith. And it was all a visualization. How you think when someone says something to you. And it was a delight. And it was so usable because it started out with the house and what kind of house was it and what did it look like it, and uh, what did you think of it. And, and then you left the house and you went and did other things and on down the trail and you met a bear and you, went, and you had a pond, you had a wall. It was all sorts of visuals. And you, if your thinking is thinking, your visuals might be stinking also. Mm, weird thought, right? But it is uh, it is how we think that really maneuvers our body. And, and that goes back to what you said, Orpha. Well, and this is how most people think. So, Orpha, I know you're playing the devil's advocate. Well, that's, it's the way they do it. We just have to go along. No. We do not have to go along because it is a corporation procedure. You are not a member of that corporation. And this is really what we have to get. Well, one thing I would like to mention is if we get this taken care of that we're doing with Beacon 37, we will have an an alternative option. Correct. And it'll be a valuable option because the, yes. the option is that you are in charge, not someone else. 
That's important. That is very, very important. So, uh, so good, good point. Uh, or if I'm always, we have to keep bringing it around, bringing it around. Anybody else? Do they have questions on what we just talked about? Okay. Uh, I think I've either overloaded you or I'm, I've not explained well. <laughs> or was still in bed. Oh, I'm up and dressed <laughs> and the dogs and my buddies, my buddies are around here. Oh, I get two up on the little couch and Peppy's out in the living room, so... And it's a sunny day. The sun's out, so you should get some. I'll send some your way. I'm pushing it. <laughs> oh, that was the other thing that I started hearing about. This On this one that I was listening to, the ACH, the Automatic Clearinghouse, um, new agenda from by the feds, was about these hurricanes. The hurricanes and hurricanes. And they're finding, and the one gal, the way she phrased it, she said, if it's nature, just nature getting off its energy, then you can kind of go along with it. But if it's man-made and it's directed, that's criminal. Mm-hmm. And they're thinking the one to, that went across Florida was man-made. Why? Because some of her contacts, and we have Steve Frank down in Florida, and it's important that we, we maybe, uh, or for uh, myself, we email Steve Frank and ask him what really happened in Florida. You supposedly, the bay at Tampa Bay went out to the ocean and then came back. I talked to Pat thinking it's a rarity. He said, oh, no, it happens all the time. Not all the time, but you know, in a big storm, it, it would empty out. They could be pictures from a long time ago. Do we know? No. And uh, the the fact that it was supposed to come up the the east coast of Florida, to South Carolina, etc., and it blew right across Florida. Hurricanes don't change that easy. And, and supposedly the wind velocity was not as high as they were reported. So there's a lot of stuff coming out that is refuting what the supposed weather department is talking about. It did have huge well, Go ahead, Olga. I have a hard job believing that any of this is not man-made. I mean, look at the, the number of hurricanes, the number of fires all over the earthquakes down you know Mexico way um, all of this all at the same time really I can't believe that all of it you know nature just decided to blow us up and wash us away all all at once you know it, it, to me that's man-made stuff I I just 
think there's a whole lot more behind it than, you know, is this, you know, nature is it's nature being manipulated. <laughs> I yield. And, and and to back you up on that, we're all focusing on these hurricanes. But at the same time, four or five different countries are having deluges and mudslides and death. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is all about having death. It is a genocide. Hi, Ray. How are you? And it's important that we look at what is really, really, really happening. And what's happening is that they are attempting to terrify you, have us call for the, oh, authorities, please save us. No, we can save ourselves because what was one of the things that I saw and didn't follow up to read it is that some of the people that were supposedly put in, uh, that were supposedly in the line of the hurricane, et cetera, were put in Walmart FEMA stores. Now, I sent out a video probably a week, 10 days ago, about the videos that private people took of Walmart having razor-sharp barbed wire on the top of their building and actually on the surrounding buildings, which were all empty, and showing where tunnels are made under Walmart stores. Walmart stores have gone up all over this country for the purpose of being possibly FEMA camps. Because a lot of them are closing now. They have destroyed the local um, uh-huh. mom-and-pop stores. They have destroyed the economy of an area. They have destroyed people making better choices than their products. And then they walk away and then leave this hall of a building And as one of them said, I think Randy said it, they had a brand new building, and I'm going to say it was a Kroger store for the lack of remember what it was, brand new Kroger store. They vacated. It was a year old. They vacated it. And uh, there was another building next to it that may have been a little bit older, but not much. They leveled it all, and they built a Walmart with the tunnels. And the buildings are not being used to sell produce or products or anything. And they're um, definitely showing preparation for something. And maybe these hurricanes are here to organize that better. But uh, I did see that some someone noted that they were going into these stores. Now, of course, what we'll find out is the people that were going into these Walmart stores are actors. Just to get mm-hmm. people afraid. Oh, I Can better I go to the Walmart store. Yeah, go ahead, Elaine. Well, I just wanted to say uh, I've, I've read a lot of um, opinions on the, the weather, just like anybody else. But what happened last night was kind of interesting because I, I've read and I do agree that weather, weather and geomodification, you know, is occurring. Um, and I do believe that there was some pulse 
related. I mean, you can see videos where uh, Hurricane Harvey was, um, you know, strengthened by electromagnetic pulses sent into the atmosphere. Um, but there is something else that's out there that people, and it was interesting last night because my computer or the tab on that kept crashing even though I used more than one browser. And what it had to do with was the dreaded Planet X or Nibiru. And um, and what what it was showing was that this planet, because it is 10 times larger than the Earth and is coming between the Earth and the Sun, um, this planet's electromagnetics, uh, it has way more, uh, a huge magnetic field. And as it comes closer, what it does is it, it changes the pole axis of the Earth. And currently, um, the Earth is 28 degrees off the Earth axis, and it's wobbling. And so when you have a pole shifting, which is happening, um, and then you have a magnetic draw working against the magnetic poles of the Earth that are wobbling, you get a lot of that where the tides are messed with, where uh, the, Earth, the ocean will retract because the planet is shifting and the, um, the magnetic poles are not stationary, they're wobbling. So a lot of that is a contributing factor as well. Uh, and it was interesting because I was watching both from NASA videos and uh, a scientist, uh, a geoscientist that has been studying this planet. And you're starting to see it more and more now in the sky. I have a picture that Ray took. He loves to take pictures. And he likes to take pictures of the sunset. And I have a picture I just developed clearly showing two suns. Well, it's not two suns. It's the planet behind the sun as it approaches Earth. And, um, you know, so what they're saying is, you know, that a lot of uh, the weather stuff that was going on, yes, was related to harp interference. And initially it was supposed to be a good thing to prevent, you know, catastrophes from happening. But now it's become a bad thing and it's used as a geoengineering weapon. But, mm-hmm. you know, be true to know that this planet is coming and when it comes, it's going to pass between the Earth and the Sun. And it is 10 times larger than the Earth. And even at the distance it is right now, it is already affecting our electromagnetic field. And so, you know, that's just part of the whole picture of mankind's demise, I guess. But it doesn't have to be that way if you're sound within yourself. Um, but the, um, the, uh, the way it's working right now, uh, what NASA is saying and what the scientists were saying, and believe me, I kept getting on YouTube, sorry, your tab has crashed. I tried two different browsers. It crashed five times, wow. and it's just because, you know, that video didn't want to be seen. And um, But, you know, the thing is, is um, 
as what they're saying is as it approaches, um, it will, um, you know, it will uh, cause these things to happen. If this comes to place like they're saying it will, um, there is no north, south, east, and west in space. But you can see it, and there are coordinates. Uh, so we, if we look at our solar system uh, and look at the Earth's poles, then the sun is above the Earth to the north. So we are rotating around the sun as it travels through the universe along with the other planets. So, But everybody's in a fixed orbit. So we're going in an east-to-west direction. And this planet, uh, Wormwood, Nemesis, Planet X, whatever you want to call it, huge big rock floating in space, is, is traveling north and south just for visual imagery. So if we're going left to right and it's going up and down, it will uh, pass between the sun and the earth at a northerly direction. It won't hit the earth. That's a good thing because it's 10 times larger than the Earth. But the concern is is the debris field that's around it. And so what the scientists were saying, and this came from NASA and a geoengineering uh, scientist, a Japanese guy, I can't remember his name, but it has things traveling with it. Because it is so large, it has uh, meteors, but more importantly, gases. And some of those gases are poisonous. So what they're saying is, worst case scenario, there are big meteors traveling behind this things in magnetic field um, that could be as large as a car, a garage. If that hit a major city, the city would be gone. And something that large would have power um, greater than, 10 times greater than a nuclear bomb. So that's the worst-case scenario. Um, if it hits the ocean, that's a better-case scenario, and we're still talking about a meteor or debris from that nemesis. Um, if it hits the ocean, then that will cause, that'd be a better situation, but it would cause huge tidal waves. But what was more, and anything along the coastline would pretty much be flooded or wiped out. I told my sister in Texas several years ago that Texas is going to be underwater, and she wouldn't listen to me. But as the pole shifts, as, and it's already shifting, um, what's going to happen is these low-level lands that are at or below sea level are going to be deluged with the wobbling of the earth. And so if a tidal wave or a meteor were to hit in the ocean, while a wobble is occurring, you can only imagine what will happen. That's why many people are saying you should be above 5,000 elevation. So, um, but the other thing that's really concerning is the gases. So, when this thing, the gases look like dust particles. And some of them are just gases and some of them are just actual dust particles. But these dust particles, uh, if a, um, it's going to cause earthquake and volcanic eruptions is what they're saying. So if that happens, then the sun is going to be um, blocked out and darkened and uh, we'll have a very cold climate 
and toxic gases. So it's a good idea to have on hand those masks that I told you about. I think it's in 494. They're not too expensive. You can get a two packet Home Depot for uh, $12 just for the interim because this is not the end of the world for those that survive. But like if you if you read the Bible, three-fourths of life on earth will be kaput if this happens. So um, the, gas, the gases are, are, you know, something you need to be concerned about. Um, as far as the, you guys were talking about money and commerce, these world leaders, uh, they have all their preparations in place. But they can't let anybody really know what's going on until they're safe and secure in their bunkers. And even that's in the Bible prophesied about. They go into the dens of the earth and say, let the rocks fall on us. Um, so the thing is, is look at uh, what was it, the Spain, the economy collapsed and there were civil riots and they had martial law and then the law keepers were just as corrupt and there was just total deprivation. That's exactly what they're planning for the United States. And that is that when this gets close enough for the turtles to pull their heads and shut the door, then those that remain outside are going to have to fend for themselves. And they're not going to have any money. There's not going to be any electricity. There's not going to be any lights, any power, anything that you depend on except one another. So know who your friends are. Try to keep some food storage in hand. Water purification is going to be a real serious issue because if there's debris particles falling in the sky and you're counting on catchment water, you need to have some kind of water uh, purification system. Uh, you can get what's called a bladder at Amazon. They're about, I think, $8. Stop that. I have a puppy that's digging. They're about eight dollars um, a piece. Don't do that. Um, and they hold 150 gallons of water. And what they're designed for, and their shape is the shape of a bathtub. So you put them in your tub, you fill it full of water, and you have a 150 gallons of water uh, in your tub. So think about things like that. Uh, think about trying to find a group of people that you can work with to support one another. I mean, I was thinking about how did the banking system start because England was dominating commerce and so the people joined together and created their own financial system. Unfortunately, it got corrupted by greed. But communities, if you have people, you know, unfortunately on this call, we're all so far apart. There's no way to unite. But um, don't do that. But if you can, you know, find groups of people where you can count on one another, you know, to help one another uh, and to, you know, one person take up this in an organized manner, this person be in charge of water, this person be in charge of weapons, this person be in charge of this and that, and find a meeting place where you can all join, uh, you know, with one, one another to support and defend each other's life value. That's going to be important 
Because if you're in control, you're not going to be a part of the marauding hordes that are rioting so that the martial law and the NDAA and all that garbage so that they can just come and shoot you dead because you're um, out trying to find some way to get food and water and you have no money and there's no banking system. So you're out after curfew, robbing and stealing. So, you know, being ahead of the game is important and being logical and and thought-provoking right now is very important. What they're saying is that this this is supposed to happen around end of September, early to mid-October. Just throwing it out there. (laughs) Very good point that you're raising because that is exactly... Uh, well, I've heard the um, September 23rd is supposed to be bringing forth the, um, uh, what do you call it, the actual, some kind of a thing that's supposed to happen with the Zodiac. And I I couldn't understand enough of it to bring it forth, but you may know more about it, uh yourself, um, uh, Elaine, because of what you're, you've been teaching us. So this is, this is good. This is very good. We have to work together. This whole thing is about divide and conquer. We need to work together and conquer because that is how we can win with these, this group. So that's that's excellent. Oh my God, it's almost a quarter after eleven. Oh no, it's ten after eleven, and we have moved right along. This is wonderful, and we do want to see y'all back here next week when we uh, find out what happened on the ACH, and if you read the liability, or even if you watch the video, take your time to watch the video then you will find that there is a lot of information that perhaps you didn't even know, and that's okay, because this is what it's all about, is our education. And the more you get to know, the more you get to pass on to other people, because uh, there's poop in the air. I'm trying to be very casual with my language and not say the wrong words, so... There's poop in the air, and because there's poop in the air, we've got to be able to handle our lives a lot better than we we used to because we know a lot more. Our ignorance is not an option anymore. Our ignorance has got us in these positions, so it's time we get ourselves out of position and do do a good-time job of really making certain that we are not trapped and not caught with our um, oh, our pants down. Is that the older line? Uh, <laughs> um, um, Colin, is it our pants are down? Or what is that line, Orca? Yeah, caught with your pants down. There you go. Um, <laughs> but, I just want to make one little point too um Marilyn with our Beacon 37 group her goal to get all this taken care of um is by the 23rd 
There you go. So we really need some help. Um, I mean, basically in a small nutshell, if you can get five people together and once you do your drill assemblies, that's basically all most of, most of those people have to do. It's the delegate that gets chosen um, or elected, if you will, to be the delegate of your state, which is the equivalent of a senator um, only on the private side. But um, they'll, the delegate is the one that will have the biggest job to do. The most to do, they'll be acting like a senator. <laughs> but anyway, we really need the help to try and get this done. So if you, you know, can see any way of trying to work with us, that'd be great. Because we, we see all this stuff coming, and we've been waiting for a way to take care of it. And I think what we're doing here in Beacon 37 is the way to do that. I think that's great, but I have to tell you where I am. If I lived in Albuquerque or maybe something like that, there'd be, you know, I would think there'd be a reason, but it is so corrupt out here. People are just, you know, the state of evil. (laughs) Even, I mean, it doesn't even have to be, I mean, if you know anybody, like the, the people that I, you know, worked with here in Illinois, I'm I'm in the middle of the state. They're all down south, you know. But we came together and we met. So it's it's a matter of you know, do you know other people there in the state of New Mexico, you know, <laughs> to that would be willing to come together. You don't have to meet with the um, idiots there around where you live. <laughs> Well, uh, I I do know some upper class people, but they are, you know, um they're they're just totally in a different world. I mean, they they don't know, know any of this. They don't know anything about the economy. They don't know. I mean, they're they're just the sheeple, you know. And, well, they will lose their money. That's the whole thing. They will lose their money. And yeah. then they will like the rest. They will be on on the same level as the rest of us. Right. But the the thing is, there is private money, and that's eventually going to come out where the corporation can't touch it. It won't go away, mm-hmm. like the money we're using now. And it will actually be money. It won't be fiat money. So, you know, there's a whole lot of benefits for getting this done if we can just find the people... It's the people we need. People, people, people. Yep. Find your peeps. And like I said, I've got got an email that has, you know, it doesn't have a whole lot of information, but enough to, for somebody to read, say, okay, you're dealing with this kind of stuff. I want to hear more. Once you find your people, we've got people that will sit and talk with them. And let them know exactly what's you know how to explain it. I can't explain it very well. <laughs> but, well, I think but you've done you, a wonderful you, job. 
Well, thank you. I mean, I I'm no you know better at it than anybody else. I've I just knew that this was something that triggered in me that okay, we got to do this, you know. And actually, when you put it in the light of Neil thing, this is exactly what we've all been looking for. And I see how this could actually bring about what they call the Sea of You. Um, It's just, you know, something that, you know, if we can find the NTS people around the country and get them involved, I think it would be going a lot faster. Um, I think that's interesting that you got Neil think people involved to, you know, corner around that. That's really interesting. I never, I never thought they'd be willing to see a different perspective. Well, I don't think it is a different perspective. I think it's the perspective we've been taught on, but we don't have a whole lot of Neil think people in it. There are Neil think people there, I think, but I'm I'm trying to get Neil think people involved at this point now to pull in the reins, you know, to get the the last of this done. Um, because we've had a certain amount of training that gets us past a lot of the bullshit out there. And I, you know, there's, there at a mindset where, okay, you can explain a little bit to me, but just tell me what you need me to do. Yeah. Their, mind, really, their minds, have their minds have been <laughs> cleared. Yeah, their minds have been cleared of a lot of shit. Excuse my language. (laughs) But um, we really do need, you know, need this. So we're, you know, I'm I'm working at trying to find a large gathering of them. um, Because we're all across the whole country. Mm -hmm. You know, we're across the whole world. So right now my my concern is the U.S. of A., but um, the whole world could stand doing this. But we're we're running out of time. Is the thing. The twenty third is just about upon us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And and part of the thing that's exciting is that so many people are getting excited because mm-hmm. what's being accomplished. It is, again, it's not about any of us patting ourselves on the back and, oh, we're so good type thing because that isn't anything about it. It, What it is about is about us working together, and that's the thrill. That is truly the thrill to see people working together. And uh, I yield on that part. Kind of like heaven on earth, huh? That's what yeah. the Bible says yeah. is supposed to happen. There's a new heaven and a new earth, and the old things are all passed away, and supposedly everybody is supposed to work together in a loving manner. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that sounds wonderful. Rule. Yeah. That's the rule. So why should it not be working? Yeah. Sounds good to me. 
Sounds good to me. I tell you, I do work for a, a website, and she's a business owner, and I run her website and stuff. And when she gets correspondence on her site, she sends that to me. Uh, like I'm supposed to have time to sit and hash through all of the stuff on her site. I I I really have, and this is not meant to even respond to what you're doing, but I really have no time to do anything, anything. I mean, I squeeze whatever I can into a minute and I'm constantly playing catch up because without support for Ray out here like there isn't, I just constantly have to work around his needs and his needs are great. So, I, you know, I don't have a lot of time for anything. I don't even have time to read all her stuff she wants me to read on her website. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I told her, I, I tell her that. But, you know, I, it's interesting. Uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, I my awful, terrible, terrible, awful neighbor uh, started making fun of my son as we were in the backyard. Ray vocalizes, so he started mimicking his vocalizations and making fun of him. And that hurt Ray's feeling, and he went in the house and closed the door. And it really pissed me off. So I called the police. And, I, and we had words. I, I told him what I thought of him. And we were yelling at each other over the fence. And uh, and I called the police, and I said, you know, he's harassing me, but now he's harassing my son, and I won't stand for that. So, um, you know, something's going to have to happen. I want to file a report. So... Um, then I realized that I had to clear the lot behind between my place and there. I had four foot high sage, and I would watch him throw cigarette butts, lit cigarette butts, over his fence into that dry brush, which would catch my sense on fire. And um, and I saw that they were using that sage to hide behind at night so they could break my sense again. So I I was out there. I hired a guy to clear it, uh, $10 an hour, just a, a drunk guy who was poor, he was willing to work for $10 an hour, and um, so he was out there, I took him some water, and the neighbor comes out, uh, you F&B, I want that shrub high for a blockage, uh, that's not your property, you should be dead, you don't belong here, mm-hmm. I wonder what it's like to be old and alone and you know, on your way out and just really cussing at me. So I called the police again and, you know, this guy, my worker, testified, yeah, he said some really terrible things about her and to her. And the so the cop said, well, we have instructions to take reports and send it to DA. I called the DA yesterday. I finally got through. And, you know, the the officer that was working with me, is no longer with the district attorney's office. I wonder why. And so mm-hmm. I said, well, who's handling who's handling the case? And finally got through to this guy. And all he wanted to do is tell me very clearly, we only handle federal cases. Well, the guy that I was working with before from that office said, this is a federal case. We just need enough evidence. So basically, I told him, and he was just trying to shut me down. And I told him, 
Well, the only reason I'm calling is because the last police report I filed, the officer said he was going to send the uh, CD and the testimony of my worker to the district attorney's office. Did you get it? And so he said, well, let me look. And he said, no, there is nothing here. Unfortunately, the uh, state police have lied to you. You need to tell them to. they need to do their job and investigate this case. So he says, call the lieutenant. So I called the lieutenant, and he basically said, I'm not going to spend my time uh, taking reports from you when there's no evidence. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So somebody um, got rid of the evidence. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the CD that I sent them, I do. I have it on CD and I sent it. But the thing is, is, I mean, you can see these guys climb their fence, come over to my fence. You can see them. They're wearing sunglasses, but they're coming from that property over here and they're hacking away at my newly repaired and painted fence. And, I mean, you can clearly see them. You can clearly see them under my deck. I mean, this time you can clearly see them. You can see they're wearing sunglasses, uh, the same hair. I mean, yes, it's dark. You're not going to get, like, it's daytime, let's see your piece. But it's the same clothing, the same sunglasses from the people that jumped the fence next door. But the, the, this is what I mean. It is so corrupt out here. Nobody wants well, to listen to the truth. Well, if they're saying we have no evidence, then you still have... I, I'd make a ton of copies of those CDs, and I'd just start selling them everywhere. But say, okay, you say you want evidence? Here's the evidence again, and I have yeah. more, so if you get rid of it, I've got more. I will keep bringing them to you until you investigate this. Well, the other side of it, too, is that they they are totally avoiding any type of confrontation, mm-hmm. knowing that there's more a bigger mafia there than they are. And uh, so I would go to the newspapers, but not in your town. I would go to the newspapers in the bigger, biggest town near you and talk about the corruption in your town. And if anybody asked, well, who did you notify? I sent it to the world. Because that's the only way that people are living when they have these kinds of uh, hate groups going on. And these are definitely hate groups. This is not anything else mm-hmm. but a hate and, right. uh, and they are mafia, and they are very definitely doing all this so that you are the bad guy. And because you are the bad guy by their judgment, and you are telling them exactly what's going on, they want to make certain you have nothing. So by going out of their territory, go into a bigger place, you will ruin the the real estate in that area, you will ruin their financing in that area, and it's important that this is done over and over again and keep repeating it. 
You just send a letter. Keep sending it, not to the letters to the editor, because they will, they will uh, suppress it. Letters to the yeah. editors are, are very much suppressed. Uh, we went through that with our, uh, our pool. They're taking the pool down, and they they did everything to not have the people know about it. And uh, it, it's it's an ongoing terror tactic that uh, is purposely being done to harass you and make certain you don't go any further. Yeah, I know there was a, a letter to the editor um, story about um, a woman who was Hispanic, and she was saying, I was walking down the street, come on. And um, some men started, you know, I forgot what the word is, but when they, you know, whistle at you and, and, you know, sexual imprinting. And then she said, she's a light-skinned Mexican. And so she said, I'm Mexican, you know. And these people are, oh, that's it, catcalling. These people are catcalling me. And then turned around and when I said, what are you doing? Said, oh, you're just a white person. So there's so, she said, there's so much racist out here. But let me tell you clearly, I'm Mexican. And so I responded. And I said, well, I'm white. And it doesn't matter, you know, what race you are. uh, Because the truth is, is that this is a town full of Hispanic people that are full of racism and prejudice. And here's what I've experienced. And I've experienced this even racism and prejudice towards my disabled person because he's disabled. And this is what this really is, is hate. Hate and indifference to the needs of others. And um, and I didn't make it accusational, and I was very political about how it was written so that there could be an acceptance point in the end for everybody. The newspaper didn't publish that and then pulled the whole topic. There was a thread on that. Pulled the whole thread because they didn't want the race issue to be brought up. (laughs) That's right. Hide it. It's not true. Don't say anything. Very true. And that's why Obama's being so chastised because he's calling it what it is. It's racism pure, unadulterated racism, and it's being perpetrated on black, white, Asians, it does not matter anymore. So we now know how the blacks feel for what they went through during our racism on them. It's, it all yeah. comes around. Go ahead. It's, no, I agree. It's It's just hate, you know. Uh, today and and this see now this the boundaries are so um, blurred now. I mean even the statement I that I made today sounds racist. So today in the United States there is only a thirty percent, thirty to forty percent depending on where you are, Caucasian population in the United States. We have always been outnumbered. Always. Get that word? Always. We have been outnumbered. 
we have never been the majority. And this is important, people get. We have never been the majority. What was done was collusion, was uh, suppression, and that's why the blacks did rise up, because they knew that. They knew that. Look at the plantation life. That plantation life, the blacks outnumbered the whites on the plantation all the time. Where are we saying that we're the majority? We've never been the majority. When I did the census back in the 70s, I found that out real clear. Real, real clear. There is no such thing as white majority. And uh, when you go back in history and really look up history and see what the history really is, you will find that all, this is going to floor a lot of people, all of, of the whole environment originated in Africa. Silence is golden. But uh, that, that is the truth. If you study history, and that's why the blacks today are talking and, and teaching their Moorish life. They are Moors from the northern part. There's Africans from the southern part, and none of them were ignorant. But they are ignorant today only because they have made certain that they got no education. Who made certain they had no education? The majority white. They never were a majority. So it, it, it behooves us to really look at the truth of what is out there. Because all it, those, it, it's not true. <laughs> I all, those proud, all those proud white people now, what are they, white supremacists that are caught right, caught right in the batch with the, the impoverished are being sold out by their own white elite, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. There is no middle class anymore because that was the issue of destruction, was to destroy the middle class. And how do you destroy the middle class? To make them all become slaves. Now, this is part of what I used to argue with people or discuss with people in the fact of the slaves had it made. The slaves did not, I mean, and, and this is part of what is so interesting in the evolution of things. When they did the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and all the rest of them, and they talked about, well, we're not going to give up the slaves. They're only four people. We're not going to do that. Some of them could by the, well, uh, the wills that were set up by the... Um, uh, their uh, people that they actually worked with. And it is the issue that when the slaves were freed, they didn't really know where to go and they stayed on the plantation. That wasn't wrong. It was a good thing. It was, it was survival for those people. They needed to know where they could live. 
they didn't have any idea where they could live because they didn't know how to do it in community. They had their slave community, but they didn't know how to do it in a city. Many of them made the transition. Many of them did very well. Many went north. Many of the northerners, uh, northern people that were former slaves, they went to Europe. They didn't want to stay in this country. This country's crazy. So, it, you know, it's it's all about what was going on then, which is being repeated today. It's all being repeated today. So um, I... I, um, I muted you, Elaine, so that you would be able to, there was a lot, lot of noise going on. Oh, here, and Nikki says, those who were slaves on southern plantations had a better work environment than those who mined for coal during the 19th century. Amen to that. That was a murdering thing, sending people down into the ground to get coal. Plantation workers had sunshine, fresh air, and food at their fingertips. Miners were underground from sunup to sundown, and they mostly all died of lung fever. What was in their lungs? Coal dust. And this is part of why Obama supposedly was turning off the coal mines and all the other stuff. And uh, we have to have a different way of, of mining coal. What about all this electronic equipment that we have? Why do men have to do that mine stuff? All work for the corporations. You're absolutely right about that. And the corporations paid them patents, just little pennies for all the coal they bought out. They nothing. So it's it's interesting. Uh, yeah, Elaine, I, I muted you, I muted you. I'm going to mute you back up because it's quiet. Oh, we're going on 2012, guys. We got to close down. Got to close down. I got to get going here. Okay, I'm resaving Nikki's notes to go on our follow-up. All right, Orpha, let's close the program. Leave the parade, hon. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Walk this way. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't get that, did you? Um, yeah, no. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, please forgive me. Please forgive me. I love you. I love you. I'm sorry. I am sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Elaine, did you want to do one? Yeah. Um, please forgive me. Please forgive please me. Forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love, love you. you. Thank you. 
thank you, thank you. How, how, how. And that's where we are with all of this that's gone on today. What's going to happen tomorrow, we have no idea. That's why it's tomorrow. But we have the gift of today. And today is when we can do inch by inch at the cinch. So keep doing more to learn who you are. Keep doing more to make yourself safe. And that those that information that um, Elaine gave us is very important. And even for those people that are having uh, the um, fires that are burning in their hills and their mountains, put the mask on. Save your lungs. It's just as bad. That smoke is just as bad as that coal dust. So do what you can to help others to get more information. And and Nikki said something here. I missed that, Nikki. Free to U.S. citizens to come into documentation. I don't know what that means, but I know we'll find out more about it. So we're learning all the time. So if you want to send it, I'll send it in the follow-up um, email to everybody. I'm saving all that you sent. There you go. Okay. And come back next week. Tell us what happened with your ACH uh, occurrences in your own uh, banking or credit union account. See what else what other remedies you can do, because we'll hear a lot of remedies. Check on YouTube for some updates. Please pass it on to others so that they become more educated. And whether they have a lot of money or don't have a lot of, do not have a lot of money, doesn't matter. What is their frame of mind? Will they turn and be vicious animals? Or will they work with you? and be prepared. I know cowards always turn into animals. So um, it would be a very, very wise thing to be more prepared than less prepared. So good, good tip, good value, and everybody have a wonderful, wonderful week and see you here next Friday. So everybody, put their arms way out. Let's do our patty. Farewell. On the count of three, one, two, three. (laughs) Wonderful. There we are. Documented citizen. That's what Nikki was saying. Okay. Documented citizenship. Yeah, they're trying to keep us down on the farm by making certain we do not ever try and get out of our uh, citizenship. They want us curtailed. Hugs off. Nikki says hugs. So there you are. And that's the end of today's show. I will turn on. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.